Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. As always, we are delighted to have you join us, and we are thrilled to talk to you about the wonderful words of life off the pages of this great book, the Bible. And Terry started a, a whole new focus uh, recently here on Third John, uh, verse two, and. Uh, we got excited about it all over again. <laughs> oh, I stay excited about it. Yeah, you know, it's just wonderful to realize that these things that you know in your head, uh, you know, you, you someone can refer to them, but then when you talk about them again, that just the life of God comes on the Word of God. And so we thank God for the Holy Spirit, the Amen. presence of God, the God that opens up our eyes and teaches us what's on these pages to help us in an everyday life. So that's what you were talking about was the how-to, the why. Why are we doing this, making it practical uh, for everybody, and what John was talking about in Third John 2. And this is all so important for us in the days that we live in because the Word of God has to be relative to every generation. Of course. I mean, everybody's got to have the information. It's not just memorized Scripture. It's not just... Um, information for another preaching session. <laughs> this has got to work day to day for the soccer moms, you know, for businessmen. It's got to it's got to work for high school students. It's got to work for everybody. And so and we have to keep does. these words, yeah. And we want it all to work uh, for everyone. God's plan is that the word works yes. for everybody. So take it away, Mr. Buzz. <laughs> well, we were talking about the last session, and, and if you didn't get to hear the last session, then I'd encourage you to go back and pick it up. That's right. Uh, so you know what we're talking about. But we were dealing with Third uh, John uh, at the end of the Bible. We said John was in his 90s, and, and he was at the end of his life, at the end of his ministry. Uh, and, and yet the last thing he said to us, he said, now, above everything else, above all else, above all things, I pray or I desire that you would prosper and be in health even well, as your soul prospers. Thank you, and Lord. And he said that had to be really important if he did it at the end of his life, 90-something right. years old, <laughs> and yet he'd make a statement like now, above everything else. Or now there's just one thing. Yeah, so I can right. just tell you one secret. Here it is. Right. Uh, prosper and be healthy. And I said as a teenager when I saw that, I thought, wow. That seems like a carnal thing for him to say, but yet it's inspired of <laughs> yeah, the Holy Ghost, so the could. Holy Ghost said it. It's God's Word. It's God's will, so we know God said it. And so God is saying, the Holy Ghost is saying, the Apostle John is saying, now, beloved, above everything else, I want you to prosper and be healthy, my, my. even as your soul prospers. And I, I said last time, I said, I asked the Lord, why? Why do you care? Uh, why would you care if I'm prosperous and healthy or not? What mm -hmm. what? difference does it make in the grand scheme of things right. uh and same way with the devil i mean obviously obviously the devil wants the exact opposite of what god wants That's so if god sure. says i want you to prosper My the devil goodness, would say well yes. i want you to be poor, poor. God says, i want you to be in health the devil says, i want you sick uh right. you know back in the church renee for for centuries the church has taught that God wants you sick. No, that's and right. And God wants you poor. Suffering for uh, Jesus. Whenever you and Dean started out, when Jackie and I started out all those years ago, over that's 50 right. years ago in the ministry, uh, the, the church was teaching that, that God wants you sick, God wants you poor. Uh, people told you that uh, when your two little boys, Matt and Alan, got sick, they said, well, the Lord did it. You know, no, when my right. kids got sick, Lynn, Paul, uh, they, well, the Lord did that. <laughs> and you know, the Lord didn't do it. Yeah, there was always a double-minded perspective on almost anything uh, when it came to trials and tests and tribulation. Sure. It was, uh, you didn't know if it was God trying to, 
test you or the devil's trying to test you or if God's trying to teach you something or the devil's trying to really tribulate your life. Yeah. Oh, I had one preacher <laughs> it was double-minded thinking. <laughs> I had one preacher friend, you know who this is, one dear preacher friend that, that said to me decades ago, I mean, back in the 70s, he was preaching this and he said, uh, he said, you know, the dog just uses the devil. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, God, God just uses, uses the devil, devil like a dog on a leash. Right. And uh, every now and then he just lets him out to bite you and teach you a lesson. <laughs> I said, you have got to be out of your ever-loving mind. And uh, it's just amazing the, what right. I call Bible mythology, the right, things that right. people say the Bible right. says that it really doesn't. Um, no. I remember one time Jackie and I came back from the Army. We were in the Army. We had a three-day pass or leave or something from the Army. And so we came back into into Midland, Texas, which is my hometown. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went over to see our pastors. Our pastors were Jackie's aunt and uncle. Yes, And we loved right. them dearly. Uh, but uh, Lynn was just a tiny little guy. He was just a few mm -hmm. months old. And uh, so he um, was running a fever. And so I had to run an errand, so I left Jackie and the baby with her aunt and uncle, our pastors. Right, right. And I ran an errand, and I came back after a while. And uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember the pastors uh, said to to me, said, "Well, Terry said uh, Lynn's really running a fever," and said, "And we just prayed and prayed and prayed, and Jesus still didn't heal him." Oh my goodness! And uh, I said, "Is that right?" And uh, <laughs> they said, "Yeah." They said, "Now, now, y'all, y'all are going on running some more errands and what have you, but now, now if he gets worse, y'all, you, you know, you call me." And I literally, I literally looked at my pastor and I said, "Why call you?" The pastor just looked, eyes got big, and well, faced, you know what? I said, "You just said that you prayed and prayed and prayed, and Jesus still didn't heal him. Why so in the world would I call you? You're no help." You know, and it just made me so Ooh. mad that the ministry would say something like no, that. No, that's right. In fact, I took that baby home, took it to our house because we still maintained our house in Midland, even though we were in the army. And uh, I went over to our house, and I took that little old tiny, tiny baby, and I propped him up on the couch. Couldn't sit up by himself, obviously, but I propped right. him up with pillows on the couch. Right. And I got down on my knees in front of him and, and, and started praying for him. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, the pastor just said it's your fault. <laughs> and they prayed, and you still didn't right, heal him. Right, and they right. don't expect you to heal him. No. And they think you made him sick anyway. Right. And I said, so there he is, kill him. Well, Jackie said, what did you say? And I said, they're saying that God made him sick. And I'm saying, if it's God's will to kill him and make him sick, then God just help yourself. Yeah. I said, but I don't believe that. I don't believe God wants to kill him. I no, don't believe God no, wants no. to make him sick. I That's believe right. God's the good guy, not the bad That's guy. Right. I believe that God's the healer, not the curser. Right. He's the blesser, not the curser. And, uh, and so, of course, the Lord didn't kill him. He healed him. But it's just made me so mad to think that preachers, ministers right. of the gospel, would say things well, like that. The church has been like that, though, for eons. You know, they're double-minded. And religion always, religion doesn't want to be pinned down to have to believe God. Right. It's always this broad playing field of always what is God's God will do, is. Sera, yeah, sera, sera, sera. Whatever will be, So will nobody be. will look bad <laughs> if they pray and it doesn't right. seem to work at right. the moment. Let's blame God. Yeah, and but I think that was what was so helpful with you, you and Jackie, and and your small child. While our children were small, and then Dean and I, when our boys were small, was that it? It finally dawned on me one day with a screaming baby in a hospital, and them poking needles in him, 
and couldn't find even a vein. He was so ill that I realized in that situation, like you did with Lynn, that um, God's not part of the problem. God doesn't do things like this. God God does not do do things like this. And it was just like. What a bully. It what came a bully down. the church thinks God is. Yeah, right. He's the, he's the king of the universe. Yeah, and he's got a herd of babies. And he's got a herd of baby. Yeah, no, no. To get his kicks. That's just, <laughs> that's what I call doctrine of devils. No, right. And so it that's really why is. I was so excited, even as a teenager, uh, to look at Third John. No, right. And realize that John was 90 plus years old. What at a, the end of his life, end of his ministry. God put this, truth. the Holy Ghost put this at the end yes, of the book. Yes, And said, now above everything else, I want you that's to That's just shocking to a religious mind, I think. to be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I went on last session and said, if you look at the reason for it in verse right. five, in verse eight, yes, that's are the what's two so key important. scriptures that yes. tell you why God wants you uh, exactly. to be healthy and why God wants you to be prosperous. And it says so that you can do good to the brethren, that's Christians, that's and it. so you can do good to the strangers, that's Amen. sinners, and verse eight, so you can be a fellow, be a fellow helper, helper or a helper of getting the word out. It getting says, it says being a fellow helper of the right. truth. So, right. so if you're going to get this truth out, Jesus said, Father, thy word is truth. If you're going to get this truth out, then you become a fellow helper of the truth. Amen. But God knew, John knew, it's going to cost you money and health. You need to be healthy and you need to have no, some money that's right. if that's you're right. going to get this gospel around the world. If you're going to put it on television, you're going to put it on radio, if you're going to write it in books, if you're going to write it right. in tracks, <laughs> if you're going to take trips. We're about to take a trip to to uh, uh, the Middle East here in May right, right. and have a huge crusade. We're expecting seventy to 100,000 people. They're all Muslims. We're expecting salvations. We're expecting right. blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripples walk, devils cast out. Thank We're you, expecting the, the gospel Amen. preached to the poor, lepers cleansed. We're expecting mm. all those things. Right. But the preamble to that is that me and you have to be healthy. That's right. And we have to have some money. Right. Because we're going to pay lots of money, our airfare, our hotels, our right. transportation, <laughs> uh, feeding those pastors, training those pastors. All that's going to come from uh, having money and having health so that we can get that Even job as. done. So yeah. so God wants us to be prosperous and healthy for a reason. So that. So that. So that. So that. So that we can do good to the brethren. So that we can do good to the strangers. So that we can be a fellow helper fellow to helper. getting the truth right. out. And that's what John's saying to us right here. He's saying, look, I'm 90 years old. I know a secret. Exactly. If you're going to fulfill the Great Commission, if you're going to do the will of God, mm-hmm. if you're going to do what God wants you to do, you need to prosper and you need to be healthy so that you can do good <laughs> to the brethren, good to the stranger, no, that's and right. be fellow helper to the truth. And so that's what the church has missed for so many, many years. And and even, uh, you, you know, if you've never liked a prosperity message before in your life, and I know a lot of preachers preach it out of balance and out of context, and it just Sadly becomes the charismatic cult to Cadillacs, condominiums, and cruisers. I get that. But there's a truth in there that God wants you to prosper, and yes. God wants you to be healthy so that right. you can do good to the brethren, because that's going to cost money, so that you can do good to the stranger, because that's going to cost money, so that you can be a fellow helper to getting the truth out. That's going to cost money. That is so Isn't powerful. It is, and it's very simple. And I think everybody needs to realize that in, in every generation, and regardless of how old you are or how long you have been a Christian, whether you're a novice or a veteran in the things of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know 
that you cannot even come down to the church and teach a Sunday school class mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't have your health right. and if you don't have bus fare. <laughs> right, right. You know, you've got to have it all. And we're and, not saying that if you're poor and sick, God no, doesn't right. love you. No, no, or no. Or that you don't love no. God. That's not true. Yeah. It's just that it's a truth. It's a fact That's that right. the less health you have, right. the less you can do for God, right. and the less money you have, the less you can do for God. You can still do things for God. God still loves you, and He still wants oh, to, absolutely. you know, uh, and you still love God. It's just that the more healthy you are, the more financially prosperous you are, the more you can do for God, Absolute the more you're able truth. to get out and about and do the things that need to be done. It, right. it's, just, it's just a fact. Well, and it really is. And, and I think people sometimes don't realize because the attack of the enemy on their daily life becomes so subtle and things begin to, a little lack here, you know, the little foxes begin sure, to steal. The foxes the, the vine. Uh, you know, destroy the vine. And you get, you start adapting to a little pain here, a little lack there. And, and all of a sudden one day you find out, you know, you're not able to go do things that you would really want to go do exactly. if you had your health and if you had a little more money. And so that's why I, I feel so strongly when you when you teach this that that you know John's trying to just help everybody go back and remember God's still interested in your health yes, he is. and your finances and if you're going to continue to do the work of the gospel well, I, it just takes many, such strength to even pray. How many you know? years have I preached around the world? Right. That there's the five basic needs of man. Yes, I've done I it love here on that. This podcast. What does that keep it, it simple? It doesn't matter if you Those live in things. one of the 58 nations of Africa, Very if you live right. in India or Pakistan right. or, or or Istanbul or, or, no, or right. Kenya, Africa or Mexico, or, or if you live in Texas. It doesn't matter where you live. <laughs> you've right. got to have a roof over roof your head. Roof over your head. Clothes on your back. Roof, uh, food on your table. Take care of your family and have a healthy body. Health, you've, those five every things. Every person in the on the planet has got to have those five basic needs. And those five things come back down to health and money. You've got to have Have health and you've got to have money to take care of your family, to have a roof over your head, to have clothes on your back, to have food on your table, to have a healthy body. You've got to have those things working for you. But let me let me cover one more uh, myth right here that the church has been messed up with for centuries Absolutely. because this confuses people. It no, bothers it people. I it preached sure this does. just a couple of weeks ago in a wonderful church, a partner church of ours. And at lunch the next day, the pastor said, now let me ask you a question about what you said last night. Yes. Because here's the big question. This, this is what is confuses it. people about 3 John 2. Because it says, it says, beloved, talking to Christians, mm-hmm. I pray, I wish, I desire above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. That phrase right there hangs the church up because they try to make that, oh, it must be a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. They, they they get it out of the physical. That, like, well, I was not really talking about money and health. They try to make it a spiritual thing. Right. Oh, that, even as my soul prospers. So, so Brother Terry, one of these days when my soul prospers, right. then I'll be able to be healthy and wealthy. Mm-hmm. I said, no, 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 no. John is just simply, all John's doing here is pointing out a fact and comparing apples to apples. Right. And he's saying, look, your soul's prosperous. Your soul's already prosperous. You know, Renee, in my Bible, I can only find two conditions of a soul. Either your soul is lost or your soul is saved. Right. If, you, if you're lost, you get saved, right? The soul has two conditions. Lost soul, go to hell. Saved soul, go to heaven. 
So John's saying, hey, you're saved. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. Your soul's doing great. Your uh-huh. soul is prosperous. Your soul is healthy. Your soul's in good shape. Now, what I want to see happen is that your physical catch up with that, that your body catch up with that, that your body be healthy, that your that your person be prosperous, even as your soul is. You know, you know, in, in West Texas, I was raised in West Texas, we wouldn't have said even as, we would have said just like. Just like. Just like. Just like. I want your soul, I want you to prosper and be in health just like your soul is. That's what Jesus said when they right. said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he gave us the famous Lord's Prayer. He's our Father, uh, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, thy kingdom come, thy, thy will, will be, be done. done. What? On earth, earth, even as. There's that same even as again. Even as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? It means just like. Just like. Just like. Jesus is saying, Father, everything's cool in heaven. Everything's great in heaven. Everything's wonderful in heaven. Now we want it just like that on earth. Right. (laughs) And so he's saying the comparison there is we want it just like on earth as it is in heaven. And so John's saying here, we want you to be physically healthy and prosperous just like your soul is healthy and prosperous. Your soul's cool. Your soul's great. Your soul's healthy. Your soul's prosperous. Now I want you to catch up in the natural, in the physical, right. and I want you to be healthy, and I want you to be prosperous That's in right. your physical, just, just like, like your soul is, so you can do good to the brethren and good to the stranger and be a fellow helper to That's so important for the truth. You know, every church, every pastor listening to us today, watching us today, uh, everything you do in church is for the brethren. Right. You know, the air conditioning's for the brethren. The heating's for the brethren. The lighting's for the brethren. The pews are for the brethren. The carpet Mm -hmm. is for the brethren. And that all costs money. It sure does. And then everything you do in outreach, if you do an outreach to kids or an outreach to the town, if you do a, a fair or a carnival or some kind, and you're, you're providing hot dogs and Cokes, <laughs> trying to do good to the stranger, trying right. to pull the stranger in, exactly. or if you get on radio or if you get on television or if you print tracks or you write books, all that is getting the truth out or getting the word out, being yeah. a fellow helper to the truth, helper. to do good to the sinner, to do good to the stranger, that's so awesome. and that's going to cost money. So John says, hey. If I could just tell you one secret. Right. You need to be healthy <laughs> and you need to be prosperous. That is amazing. Just like your soul's prosperous. Just like. So that, here's the two phrases of this whole thing is just like and so that. Right. I want you to be healthy just like your soul is healthy. I want you to be prosperous just like your soul's prosperous so that you can do good to the brethren, good to the stranger, and be fellow helper to My goodness. the truth or getting the word out. That's isn't, just that, a, isn't that a great revelation? Oh, it is. It is. And the more I've heard you preach that, the more it becomes such a reality to me and in my heart. And I've known these. I've known, you know, that scripture. I guess for a good portion of my life, forty years or so, just knowing what that scripture says. Sure. Um, I, I'm surprised at, at how long I didn't know that scripture. I guess I started uh, becoming familiar with this particular scripture when I was about 25 years old, and it was just amazing to me to find out that God was interested. Oh, absolutely. You know that that the Lord. All of a sudden, well, there it is. That's exactly how he thinks about it. I don't have to wonder anymore. Sure. And then the purpose of it was that 
be good to the stranger, be good to the brethren, <laughs> you know, and that we can be fellow helpers. In other words, everybody working together gets the big picture yes, done. Yes, yes, yes. And then we individually begin to minister both in our local church and then in outreach to sure. other people that sure. we don't know at all. Well, you, you know, you and break it's, this, resources are available to us. And if you just break this down, here we are going to the Middle East, to this Muslim nation in May, and uh, it's going to cost us, the budget is $100,000. Right. We're expecting seventy to a hundred thousand people in the crowd. Right. So hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand souls, dollar a soul. But <laughs> that's if, amazing. If you and I it? aren't healthy, we can't go do that. No. And if this money doesn't come in, we yeah. can't go do that. Right. So so it all comes down to money and health. And health. We've got the anointing. Yes. But the can't just go over there and preach and have the anointing. Yes, sir, <laughs> I can do that. But you know what? The the airlines mm-hmm. have never said to me. Dr. Myers, you do so much good around the world. You help people. You have blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped. You've raised the dead on numerous occasions. You cast right. out devils, you know, win souls for Jesus. Uh, so from now on, you can just fly on an airline for free. They've never said that. <laughs> no. They don't care if you're, a, if you're a, a drug addict or if you're a rapist or if you're right. a child molester or a human right. trafficker. Uh, they don't care what you are. They'll let you fly on their airplane as long as you give them some money. That's right. And as many years as I've done crusades around the world— I've stayed. In, I was staying in one year in a, in, in a hotel in India, a nice hotel. Jackie and I and four kids. And uh, one day we was eating in the lunch room, or in the cafeteria in, in the dining room, and the owner of the hotel came by. He and his wife just just smiling and happy and shaking our hand. Oh, Doctor Mize, we've been to the crusade every night. It's been so wonderful. We see blind eyes open. We see deaf ears unstopped. We see those cripples walking. It's marvelous. It's just wonderful to hear those miracles. You're doing such good for our country. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But you know what? They still charge me my hotel bill, and they still charge me my restaurant charge. No, they, you'd right. have thought that. I said, Doctor Mize, you can you can stay in our hotel for free. And you can eat our food for free. Mm. Thank you for what you're doing. No, no, no. no. They, they don't. They didn't care. They don't care if you're if you're a preacher or, or a bank robber. No, that's you can right. stay in their hotel if you give if them money. If you give them money. And then we had to have transportation. Like when we get to uh, in May, we get to the place we're going. Uh, we're going to have to have a hotel. We're going to have to have food. We're going to have to have higher uh, uh, transportation, some kind of a rental vehicle. We're going to have to. The government there. It's so dangerous. The government's making us hire armed security right. we've got to pay these armed security guys to go with us i don't need them i've got jesus i've got the word of god i've got the holy ghost That's i've right. got the i've got the blood the name the covenant the word thank you i've Lord got the jesus. angels uh but but they're making us hire security guards right. so it's money 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 by the pound right <laughs> and so we're going to fly on the airlines we're going to stay in the hotels we're going to eat in the restaurants and we're going to drive their transportation and we're going to hire their armed security cards, right. and all that just simply costs money. Right. And then we have to be healthy. But if we spend that money and we're healthy and right. we go do that, the kingdom is going to reap. Well, that's right. Souls, Lives are changed. Souls, souls, souls Bodies souls, are souls, healed. Souls. My, my. Miracles, blind eyes healed, deaf ears healed, devil. People that are demon-possessed right now right. are going to be set free when set we get free. there. But we're going to have have health and money. So anyway, those of you that are listening to us, we invite you to hook up with us with this uh, with this crusade. You know, I've had people say to me, Brother Terry, I want you need a hundred thousand dollars. I want to be one of a hundred. I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Right. And uh, that'd be great if a hundred people would do that. That'd be super. Uh, but it's getting close to time for us to go, and that hadn't come in yet, so we need it to come in. 
Uh, and, you know, God may just have somebody come up and say, Terry, I'll pay the whole thing. I'll just take care of the whole $100,000. No, that's That'd right. That would be great, too. But Thank the bottom the line is we have to do it no. in order to. We've got Brother Hagin used to always say you have to do the natural to make the supernatural work. And I learned that in open air crusades decades ago. I said, I know you have to do the natural thing to make the supernatural thing work. We've got to actually go build the platform. Right. We've got to actually string the lights. Right. We've got to actually have a sound Huge system. Effort. We, we, we have to do Tremendous all this effort. natural stuff. Right. Before the spiritual stuff can happen. Well, that's right. Well, I I was just thinking about you know as you were I've been talking about this now for the last two uh, podcasts is that. You know, John wrote there in First and Second John. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with all the spiritual things. Yes. He's talking about the love of God. Yes. He's talking about the work of God. He's talking about how how God works in us to be able to help us be delivered um, from the natural thinking over oh, and yeah. think how the Spirit Absolutely. that perfect love does cast out all fear. Absolutely. That when we have fellowship one with another, our joy is made full. All these wonderful things that are in First and Second John, uh, the books of First John and Second John, and he gets into wonderful things of how things work from the inside out. Uh, and a believer, and how God wants us to function towards each other and towards unbelieving believer, unbelieving folks out there in the world. But then that that third John, those that last book, he just brings it all back down again to the practical. It's almost like you you're not going to be able to do all the spiritual things right. with the strength that you need to do exactly. and the focus that you need to do because I just I'm amazed at the kind of strength it takes to be a Christian <laughs> that we have to be on almost all the time that, that we have to we, the energy that is just spent in prayer and in worship and in Bible study attending church raising our children ministering to other people you're on the phone all the time talking to people ministering to them sure. missionaries pastors sure. partners sure. people all the time just the physical strength that it takes to be a Christian yes. because you have to be bold <laughs> you have to be out there involved and you have to come home and, and you know and then I guess we pray all the time but I mean the strength that it takes the motivation I'm going to pray we're yes. going to believe yes. God yes. we're going to trust the Lord there's a strength that you have to live out of that so in order to do that you have to have a healthy body and then if you're going to do all those wonderful things that you think of you would like to do for the for the kingdom of god and and just to show kindness to other people you know it takes money to do all of that you know i came home one time decades ago and i know we're just right out of time here but uh jackie was reading letter and she's crying and I, so I thought well, it was bad news. Though somebody had died or something. Oh so I went over to her and I said, what are you crying about? And she's, oh, it's a letter from old Roberts. And I said, well, what, what are you crying about? And she said, well, he needs to build this thing. God's told him to build. It's going to cost millions and millions of dollars. And I said, well, why are you crying? She said, well, I'm just crying because he needs to do it. And, uh, you know, I, he, he's not able to do it. He needs the money. And so, I said, money. so I said this to her. I said, why don't we just give the money? And she said, we don't have it. <laughs> and I said, why don't we get it? See, I, see, a Christian's attitude ought to be, let's get it. Yeah, it's going to take There's people listening to us today, they'd love to pay for the whole crusade. That's people right. that would love to just pay for their pastor's house or car or, or whatever the pastor's doing in missions or whatever the church is doing, whatever building fund. Right. Uh, there, there's, there's church people that Taking say, I'll just pay the whole thing, but they don't have the money. So their right. attitude ought to be, get in this book. Get in the Word. And God will provide it. He's the one that thought it up. That's he right. knows more about money than anybody. 
And so our attitude ought to be, well, let's get it. Let's do it. No, that's right. And this day and time, I just think you ought to just, just um, you know, go for the brass ring on everything. Don't think anything is too hard, too difficult. God wouldn't do it for you. I mean, it's just like you posted the other day about, um, you know, something Smith Wigglesworth said, I believe. It says, if you're going to win souls, go for the hard ones. <laughs> go for the big ones. Get out there and, and just believe God and trust God. Our time has gone for today, and we are just so thrilled that you have joined us. Uh, Terry and I are honored, and we always want to wash your feet with the Word of God and minister to you and tell you wonderful things about what God is wanting to Amen. share with us on this in this generation around the world. So we ask you to pray for us, believe God with us, as we are ministering to you and we believe that always everybody we're standing in faith believing that you are more, more than, than a conqueror, conqueror. William Booth knows oh Booth. William Booth yes wonderful one started Salvation Army he said go for souls and go for the worst go for the worst <laughs> well you do the same and we'll we'll all do it together around the world God bless you bye bye